0: unlock the door with the key of responsibility. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of buttons. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance. Of backlogs and finances. You've just crossed over into the backlog
1: breakdown. You know what? I, I appreciate that. The, the, nice! The buttons... Uh, kind of <laughs> threw me off for a minute. I, I don't know if you heard me. I, I sort of, I giggled for a second. I was <laughs> like, like, I, wait, I was what? like, I tried, I choked it back for, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't laugh at Rod
0: Serling. Of course not. Um, yeah, no. I mean, cause the sight and sound, it works really well. I mean, video games, it it's a medium of sight and sound, but then I was like, interactivity uh, buttons, but, and but- you, well, you like push for push whatever
1: reason, I wasn't thinking like buttons on a controller. I was just like. I was like, just a place of buttons, just <laughs> piles of buttons from shirts. Yes. <laughs> Got you.
0: <laughs> a dimension of sewing, sewing needles and thread. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome. To, uh, episode, what is it, 65? 64, 64. 65? 64, if, there if you go. My hey, episode correct. 64. Whoa. We made it. <laughs> we made it, yeah! I, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of Nintendo 64, although I have great memories with it. It's a great multiplayer console.
1: Nintendo 64!
0: It. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, man, play it loud again and again. Oh, that that video is... is
1: It's, it's special. Amazing. It is mm, yes. Spe- it it's is. all sorts. What?
0: Yeah, it, it's like my heart is that kid. You know, I've felt that way many times in my life. You yeah. know, when I got married, I felt that way. And that's actually so his wedding.
1: Josh's wedding vows were he just <laughs> he was like, will, "Will you take this woman here, awfully wedded wife?" And he just <laughs> sat there and like flailed around and shrieked Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Exactly. Um, I appreciate then, that. That was my first wife, not uh, not my current. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Sorry, <laughs> dark joke.
0: Uh, anyways, grim. along with that, welcome to episode number 64 of the backlog breakdown. I am Josh, and if you haven't, if you can tell my my wonderful Mister uh, Nate underscore McKeever himself. <laughs> oh, hey, man. Josh! I love it. So, uh, how how you, how are you doing, Nate? It's yeah. been two weeks. It's been two since weeks. Last time, yeah. I, every time it comes out of my mouth, and I'm like, "No, come back here." <laughs> like no.
1: you open that door, I I'm did. just gonna like step Packed right through it every every time. Like mm-hmm. you held it open, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna walk right through it every time. I would expect no less. Uh, so. I, I'm glad to uh, meet and fulfill someone's expectations. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so how's how's your Fortnite been? It's been all right, man. Uh, you know, it's another beautiful day in western Pennsylvania. It's been a, a an interesting couple of weeks in the United States Postal Service. I have made some interesting acquisitions. Um, I may have to post pictures in the Discord later on. Uh. Hey-o. Got some got some comic books. I bought a copy of Ghosts of Tsushima off of Friend of the Show Micah. Uh, he was selling his copy, uh, which I wanted to put a bug in your nice. ear. He's selling, uh, I almost bought this too, but it probably would have gotten me in a little bit of trouble, but, uh, <laughs> he's selling, he has a, uh, steelbook edition of Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you haven't picked that up yet, man, get on that. Just saying.
0: Death Stranding is one of those games that I'm not sure that I'll ever actually play.
1: Uh oh, I think, I think we'll find a reason to play it here on the show like it's i I just have a feeling like that that, that if that's the case then cool it's it's one of
0: those that like part of me is interested in but the other part of me is like 30 hours of delivering packages i don't know if it's worth it i've heard you know crazy die hard man but okay i don't
1: know if i love you or if I'm rolling my eyes. Well, dude, you, it's, it's Kojima. Like, it, he does. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like, and I think I've I've mentioned this before that I just haven't spent a ton of time with Kojima games. Like, I played a little bit mm-hmm. of Metal Gear mm-hmm. Solid, but I was like, yeah, this is, it didn't really grab me at the time. But I, I've sort of been going back and listening to some stuff. I really want to play Metal Gear Solid 3 um, because okay. I, I hear that's apparently the best one. Um, mm-hmm. th- well, they all say subsistence, but if you... From what I understand, Metal Gear Solid 3 for the PS3, the HD version, is basically subsistence. Okay. So,
0: at some yeah, point- I've, it- I've
1: heard varying r- opinions about the
0: first one being the best. I've even heard the second one from a couple places, but that one's not widely regarded.
1: Sons It's of usually Liberty. either
0: the first or third. Yeah. While also saying that the fifth has some of the best gameplay, but that as a game- you could tell Kojima was on his way out.
1: Yeah. So. so I'm like, it's one of those things where I've, I've heard from a, a pile of people that middle gear solid three is kind of like the best in the series. So it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, well, I have middle gear solid one and I want to go back and play it at some point in time. But I'm like, I'm just going to like, I'll just, just like take a crack at, it at three. Which it's like sort of like the most contemporary, but it's also in sort of a, it's a little, I don't know. But Pretty yeah. sure it's a prequel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the way it's it's, the it's chronologically. about, logically, it's about Big Boss or whatever. Big Boss. But. Yeah. Because, of course, his name is Big Boss. Yeah. Why not? He's, the, he's the, the, Big original, Big the original, the uh, original, I don't even think he's Solid Snake at that point in time. I think he's just called Snake mm-hmm. or something like that. But, anyways. Snake! Yeah, that's that's right. That 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 sweet sweet video. Um I've
0: never even played that. that but you, game, the, but the.
1: <laughs> Yes,
0: that's been drilled into my brain.
1: But uh And I love
0: it. Yeah, why not? I love it.
1: Yeah, things have been been going well. Like I said, I I managed to acquire some uh I picked up uh issues 2 and 3 of the Ultraman Rising run. Nice. Uh and then based on that picture of that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the last Ronin I I hunted down a copy of that and I have a couple issues of the Norse Mythology run through Dark Horse Comics. So, I'm starting to nice do some accumulating and it's like there's some other stuff like dude there's this uh there's a series that I was reading about today it's called uh We Only Find Them When They're Dead is the name of the comic book. It's it's like an independent sort of label but it's uh basically, they find, it's like, it's like a space comic book, but like they basically okay. find these corpses of these alien gods and they mine those for resources, but then apparently they find one that's alive. So
0: mm, nice. Yeah. Sounds Lovecraftian.
1: Sounds interesting. Like I'm Yeah. I'm I'm kind of like you know, I go through the like I just get into stuff for a little bit and then I'm like, okay, and then I go get, get into some other stuff. But but yeah, nice. Things have been okay. I mean, post election, life in the post office, uh in this pandemic stricken world just mm-hmm. still tends to just be kind of like insane. So Yeah. But yeah. Nobody wants to go to stores. Um, They just want me to deliver all their crap to their door. (laughs) I'm not bitter about it at all.
0: (laughs) Uh, uh,
1: uh. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. I don't
0: even, I don't, I have no opinion.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm just, it's fine, but it is like, it's just like, man, I, I'm very much like, I had like a week of vacation that I didn't use. And I'm kind of like, I really should just use that.
0: Are you not able to use it over the next? Uh, well, oh, I
1: guess. over the next yeah. like couple. No, no. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's pretty much like, Black I probably could have burned it. I probably could have burned it a couple weeks ago even, but like at this point in time, like we're sort of in like the, we're in the final loop for the, the year. So. Gotcha.
0: All right, man. How Sounds about like you, great man?
1: time for Death Stranding.
0: Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, you're talking about accumulation. Um I I got a couple new toys um just from just from like pre Black Friday sales which is crazy like due to COVID stores are actually going to be closed on Thanksgiving which is fantastic and they're like releasing deals all through the month which is also fantastic on mm-hmm. their websites so um that's that's been pretty cool um I'm actually staring at right now my new Computer monitor, which is super snazzy for me. I've never spent money. Like Mm. I've gotten previous um, monitors uh, off Craigslist and stuff like that. Uh, Just like, you know, 24 inch monitors, whatever. I used to have a dual monitor set up, but then I was like, you know what? Let me just try a single huge monitor. And this one was on sale at Walmart. Um, It's a 32 inch, so it's freaking huge. And, And it's a 165 hertz refresh rate which is is it one pretty of the curved cool. ones? It is curved. Yes. Oh, you fancy. Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. It's it's much fancier than I expected. And it's funny because I had originally gotten it just cuz it was a, a Black Friday deal and I was like, I think I could flip this like because it was a good price. And my wife was like, "No, you can keep it." You know, she she was like, "You you do work on the computer. You could probably write some of it off, off as a business expense." And I was like, You're a genius. You're a genius. Yeah. So, so that was pretty cool. Um, So, I've, I've, well, we'll get to it in the report, but I have tested a few games out. um, Mm -hmm. Now that my monitors can actually handle something more than, well, I mean, I guess 60 was the max beforehand, and 60 isn't bad. Don't get me wrong. Um, But you jump to 120 and it's like, whoa, this is, this is weird. It feels really good, but it's weird. Uh, So,
2: it's, you're,
0: it's, it's you're, nice. you're gonna become nice. a pc master racist i you know part of me yeah part of me is like this is really cool um but th- okay that was that was the other thing though is that this thing has multiple inputs it's got um display port and then two hdmi inputs
1: um so you could run a console off it if you wanted to
0: exactly Yep. exactly so this is more just like my man cave area even though it's a corner of the kitchen Um, But like, this is my like personal place to play games so that I don't have to hook it up to our main TV or anything like that. Um, So, so, and it's, yeah, it's not, I have my nice studio speakers in here. um, So it even sounds really good. Looks nice. Played a little bit of, of God of War on PS4, obviously on PS4, it's only Mm -hmm. on PS4. Um, Just to test it out. And that was cool too. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I spoiled myself for sure. That's cool. That's fun. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Well, speaking yes, sir.
1: of backlog reports, do oh you, no, do where you... did I? Where no, did I... It's, it's you have you have failed me for the last yeah. time. <laughs> I say that several times, and then it's. Oh, here we go. I got one. Ooh, that's, that's, that's a good one. That's oh, like wow. that's a that's a that's a good
0: like flappy piece. It's a, it a Father's Day card. Oh, from my children. Happy I've Papa's Day from the, for like, from, a few years from the Babbies, anyways. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, it's my report, it's a report on my backlog, it's, it's, of course. Um, did you want me to jump in first? Either I, or doesn't matter, dude. Okay, okay. Um, what have I gotten into? So, in terms of gaming um well yeah so i've i've dabbled in a bunch of little things since we were just talking about the screen on pc um i i wanted to try out doom Mm -hmm. because i never finished Mm -hmm. doom and i need to finish doom and i've been thinking about actually for the rest of the year since it's only you know a month and a half at this point if, if even that um by the time this comes out just a month i've been thinking about just like cleaning up those games that I started and didn't finish like Dragon Quest Builders and Doom. And like, I could probably finish Animal Crossing too. Uh, And I played a tiny bit of Pokemon Sword with my kids. Uh, So things like that, I might just, I might just clean those up and finish those out Mm -hmm. before I like totally forget everything. Uh, So, so kind of two, um, two birds with one stone with Doom, but then also like going back to it, I was like, I haven't played this in so long. I need to kind of relearn how to do all this but man, it looks good. It looks good. It, 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 it's it's nice. It's nice. I was I was getting about eighty to ninety frames per second, which was was beautiful. Um, so that was fun. Uh, what else on PC? I guess I guess that was pretty much it. I did download and try out Ori in the Blind Forest because mm. that was on my list of games to play. Mm. Uh, it looks fantastic. The thing is, because it's it's like a 2.5D game, right? So mm. main characters and stuff are 2D. Um, backgrounds are 3D. The characters are animated at either 30 or 60 frames per second. So they don't look any different. But the way that stuff moves in the backgrounds is at a higher frame rate. And actually, because I'm a nerd and I like seeing that little frame rate ticker, I had it on and it was like solid 165 frames per second like almost the entire time that i was playing for half an hour you know not very long um so i was like part of me was like this is so cool it's at this high frame rate even though like most of the time you're staring at your character and like enemies and stuff and so it doesn't really make a difference mm-hmm. but i was just like i can actually push it yeah so it made me feel cool um so that was an on pc uh like i mentioned last time around been playing a tiny little bit Of Mario and Rabbids uh, and I just finished the third world in that game so I probably still it's probably like halfway into the game something like that I still have a uh, quite a bit of a ways to go but I've played I've played a bit because each world has like eight levels and each level has like one to maybe three battles in it so it's a good chunk of like battles that I've Mm -hmm. been through Um, it's just that I play it in such short bursts because it's on switch Uh, So I still have a lot more to do there. But I did, this weekend, finish up Trails in the Sky. Oh my. Oh my. Yeah, I kind of, because it's split up into chapters. And when I got to the final chapter, I got that thing, man. I don't know what it is. But when I'm at the end of the game, I'm like, I just want to push through. Yeah. And like finish it, just like play it a bunch. And so it made for some uh, uh, late nights of staying up too late. Not... Not healthy, but it happened a few times.
1: Tisk tisk. Um,
0: yeah. Be, well, the thing is, also that final chapter is longer than any other chapter in the game. I mean, there are only like four, four or five chapters, something like that. Uh, but that was considerably longer than other chapters in the game. But a lot happened, so it feels like um, as I look back on Trails in the Sky. It feels like a season of an end. Or, or okay, we can even compare it to something like Persona Five, okay? Because at the very end of Persona Five, stuff hits the fan in a way that like re um it gives you different perspective on on everything that's happened up to the end. Mm-hmm. The same thing happens in Trails in the Sky, um, except that it also like it has an ending, but. There's so many reveals that it's like there's there's so much more to this, and you really ought to play the next game to figure out like what else is going on, kind of a thing. It also ends on a huge cliffhanger, mm-hmm. um, so even though it does have an ending, it like it 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 is satisfying. It sets up the next game like immediately, and you're just like, wait, what? What the heck? It there are lots of reveals about one of the main characters of the game, and then it cuts off, and so it's just like. Wait, what? Because I just spent a ton of time with that person. Um, so I'm I, I want to jump into the, the second one, but I don't own the second one right now, so I'll wait till it goes on sale. Um, but it was it was a really good time. I did definitely enjoy it, and I can see you know, everything that I've said up to this point um, on, on previous episodes, it is a, a slow burn. There's lots of text in it, which is nice and chill. Um, but like, just know that going in. If you're not into reading a lot of text and, and you know, long RPGs, then you might not want to get it. Now I say long, I think the timer was somewhere around 50 hours for me, but I think that that was bloated by the fast, the, the turbo mode that I use all the time on the PC because it really did not feel like 50. It felt like 30 to me um but it's also mm. cuz i was like speeding through a lot of the game intentionally i was i was trying to i was trying to um uh use my inner wesley ray to splead to sp, to splead wow to, to speed through an RPG. to splead
1: through splead that right sounds through. uncomfortable spleed all
0: over that game i i don't even don't, know
1: what I'm don't do that about anymore <laughs> don't do that don't um don't splead all over things <laughs>
0: But it was a good game. I enjoyed it. I want to play uh, more of the the next games. But it was it was definitely um, uh, I can't even think of the right word. But it was satisfying. Again, if you think of it like Persona Five, it's like the very end of the game. But it, it's as if Persona Five was shorter. Okay, so there's that too. But how the end of the game where everything hits the fan and huge reveals and just like whoa, what is going on? It was like that at the end of this game but then it found a nice little cutoff point. It's, it's almost like with Persona 5, oh, there's this whole other world or you know, there's, this, there's these other beings that are trying to control everything. And then it was like, but wait till the next game and then you can play. The next game is in that world and, and everything. So, so it's like teasing out an entirely, like a bigger part of the adventure that you haven't yet played even though it was a satisfying story that was told. It's like, have you ever seen the Berserk anime? Uh Uh-huh. Sort of how that one stuff hits the fan at the very end of that. And um, that that anime is very much a sort of like a prologue to everything that actually happens in the story. Um, That's kind of how this game felt. Like it's satisfying in and of itself, but it also sets up that there's so much more to come.
1: There was, you know, it's interesting that you bring up Berserk because it's actually there's two more that are available mm-hmm. on Netflix, and I kind of like want to watch them. Okay, even though the I, the first one was real weird and kind of like gross, and yeah, yeah, it's
0: the end of the of the first Berserk uh, anime was probably one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and that's why like. It's it's kind of I don't know how I don't have the right words but it's kind of why I like it is because of how they characterized the main character and made you hate him because he just intentionally did things to get under people's skin and the way that it ends oh my god it, it is such a picture of like completely uh, giving yourself over to your own sin and your own pride uh, that it's it is super impactful and super disturbing. Anyways, uh, so I can't even recommend it.
1: Like, yeah, it's 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 well. something that it's like, eh, don't watch that. You really, You might not
0: want to watch it. Uh, but it it does it really well. But you might not it, even want to watch. It's, like, gonna, I don't know that I it's can... gonna
1: screw you up because it's yes. messed up. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, yeah exactly. There, I saw a t shirt that was about that, and I was like, oh. It was, it was like, well, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it'll, yeah, anyways, anyways, that's, that's not what this is about, um, but that's what I have been playing in terms of reading and or like listening to reading um, outside of what I'm, what I'm doing for school, just a quick update because I did the bite-sized breakdown last time on some of the stuff that I was going to be reading. Um, I've listened through. Offline, which is a book about um, social media and how it affects you, and in your phone and how it affects you, and then also Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. Listen through that again, and then um, oh, The Coddling of the American Mind is the third book that I've listened to. All kind of they all t- well, the first two are very explicit in like your phone, social media, the effect that it has on you, the way that um, social media is designed to prey upon. Um, the way that your brain works and like the reward systems in your brain to get you to stay on it as much as possible. And I think, um, well, especially with offline, I think it's much more uh, uh, dour or the way that it tries to kind of like warn you, even though it it says multiple times, like, we're not saying don't ever use it, but here's all the dangers kind of a thing. Um, You know, you take it with a grain of salt, you're an adult, you make your own decisions kind of a thing, mm-hmm. uh, but it's good to, it's good to like learn about that so that you can recognize the ways in which it kind of tries to take advantage of you. Um, digital minimalism is very similar it, it, to a point, I think, I think, because I I listened to it before, I think new things kind of stuck out to me more and kind of the reasoning behind the way that he uses his phone and the way that he practices his form of digital minimalism and, and having everything on his phone in particular, but in his life in general, uh, to have a very specific purpose. And if it doesn't serve that purpose, then to get rid of it um, was very helpful. And to see it now, you know, a year or two after I had listened to this before and how it, has really made me think about it even more. Hmm. Um, So both of those uh, are good. I mean, digital minimalism is is certainly better, um, but offline was good just to kind of, to educate yourself, if that makes sense. And then the coddling of the American mind is really good. Um, It's a little different. It's interesting because it is from, uh, they're slightly more progressive, let's say, than, than, i am um but even in that they kind of delve into uh the the way that um the way that people are kind of trained to think nowadays and and, or rather to emote and how it's done primarily out of a uh out of a form of like protection but how it makes people weak if that makes sense Mm -hmm. Um, basically the opposite of how like you know the, the Suffering can make you stronger. Um, it's the idea that like don't ever suffer, and we become weak because of that. And it just talks about that in a lot of different ways. so that was that was very interesting. And then it does go into the whole social media, the way that we use our free time, um the way that that we interact on our phones and 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 the effect that that have has on us as well. um and those have been again, it's good to to just kind of like think through these things. Um, I have not, you know, totally said no to social media all the time. I'm still checking Facebook a couple times a day, but it's certainly uh, better than what it was. And and it's just making more, me more mindful of the things that I'm doing. So, uh, yeah, that's been nice.
1: Cool. And I think I, that's about it. I think I'm going to have to check out those books and maybe give them a listen. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the digital minimalism, I think, might be helpful to the, sort of provide some some frameworks because I, one of the things that I have noticed about the smartphone is like, it is a tremendous tool and it provides so many things like, it, right, and but it is so very easy to become distracted
0: mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. sort of
1: fall down some rabbit holes. Anyways, that's, that's sort of where I'll start with my backlog report. Uh, just yep. as far as like screen time goes, uh, I did sort of over this, this course of this last week, now my initial like first week was like not
2: great.
1: <laughs> okay? okay. You, you know, uh kind of basically those first couple of weeks like I was doing fine up until like the election stuff sort of hit and then yeah. it was like yeah. I just couldn't stop looking at my phone. Uh th- this it was like, you know, constantly checking like electoral college votes and And just and it's like and I don't even like I'm sort of in some ways I'm I'm not like I didn't really care that much but for whatever reason I just felt compelled to do it and uh, so there was a lot of time that sort of got chewed up on that Um, but this this actually this last week I'm still using my phone like way more than I want to Um, okay but I've had I've had a few days where I've kept it under an hour and a half like an hour, hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And like, that's, that's sort of my target. Like an hour, hour and a half of phone usage, you know, during the day um, is, is about where I want to be. And uh, as far as like video games go, uh, you know, I, my, my goal is sort of like a five, six, maybe eight hours a week. Kind of like that, that six to eight, I think is like sort of a sweet spot and like Mm -hmm. at, at, at most. And this week, Last week, I, I I sort of did that. Now I did play some. Uh, uh, so uh, we'll just move in the next part. As far as what I played, okay. I did play some Broforce with Parker. Um, nice. That game is stupid fun, and yeah, uh, we definitely need to like get some some guys and just we'll just fire it up on on the nice. PS4. It's just like it's like the most like. Parker and I were playing with two guys, and we're like, "What would this be like with four people on this screen?" It'd just be like, because it it gets very explodey very quickly. Um, yeah, and it's just silly, and it's a uh, it's mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Uh, nice. So I played a little, bit, but it was mostly XCOM two. And okay, okay. I think I think I'm gonna do my bite sized on XCOM two. So, okay. but I mean, by the time this airs. You know, everybody will know my thoughts. Short version is, there's a lot I like about that game, but mm-hmm. it sort of feels like the game, like Firaxis, I think, is the, the developer. Uh, okay. It's almost like they just didn't quite understand the game that they had. And it's it's one of those things where it's almost too hard up front like, gotcha. the, and, and it's just, and there's some stuff even in like, well, and it's, I, I sort of talked about how like the, the percentage is just sort of like, and how some of that stuff doesn't scale and right. that stuff is just sort of holding fast. And I'm kind of like, man, like, come on, like this game could be so much more satisfying than it actually is. it could be so much mm-hmm. more enjoyable, but um, you know, there's, there's a, a few things. It's really what, this is what I'll say. Without going too far down the road, it's really good. I'm, I really enjoy playing it. Um, but it does have, like, in my opinion, a few, like, really just obvious, like, glaring, you know, faults and just, yeah, problems. Yeah. Uh, as far as books and just, like, sort of like other media, so I've been listening to the latest series from Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. It's about, okay. mm-hmm. uh, just sort of nuclear arms and uh, the proliferation of nuclear weapons and just sort of some of the effect that that's had on the world uh, theater in a lot of ways. But then in, in, in and, I, and I didn't plan on doing this, but there's a book by Walter M Miller called a canticle for Leibowitz, which is sort of a post-apocalyptic. It it's, an interesting little sci-fi sort of like thing. Uh, it tells a few different stories of basically it sort of tells the story of the planet earth and it's very interesting, but it, it talks about a lot, a lot of what it addresses is, is sort of the consequences of nuclear war and, and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's a, it's a piece of fiction and it's very interesting it it was enjoyable but it was it's weird because i'm listening to uh dan carlin wax poetic about you know you know like uh the cuban missile crisis (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) that um yeah i'm i'm listening to this this book which is about like basically uh yeah all that stuff kind of happening Hmm. uh as just as one like quick other little note I had been listening to Renewing Your Mind and uh, they talked about, they had done a survey at one point in time and it was an older episode that they had re-aired, I believe. And because um, I'm pretty sure it was RC was, was talking and he, was, he he brought up the fact that a lot of people like, I'm not going to put you on the spot here, but like the 10 commandments, do you, mm-hmm. can you name all 10 commandments and can you do it? Can you can you do it in order?
0: Okay, so you are putting me on. No, the board, no, no. So but I it, I'm so.
1: just saying, like, so, like, that's the question. I didn't mean to actually put you on the spot, but I was okay. just saying, like, that was the question they they would ask. Is like the ten, you yeah. know, can what are the ten commandments, and can you recite them in order? And mm-hmm. I was like, I was thinking about that, and I was like, oh, I can't, I can't actually. Like, I knew what the ten commandments were, yeah, but I didn't know the order and yeah. sometimes I would like forget one. And so over <laughs> like I've spent the last couple of weeks sort of like reading through them and listening to them on, on, on the dwell app and everything else and sort of all that stuff and thinking about it. And I was like, nice. so I'm, I'm at a part, you know, and it's, it's not like a, a verbatim recitation, but you know, and what I, and part of what I was doing, I, I would just pray through the 10 commandments, which, Weird little sort of aside, I was like, as a mental exercise at one point in time, I was like, instead of like, thou shalt not, I would construct them positively. So like, I will only worship the Lord my God. I will only. Nice. And it was like, in doing that too, um, it was weird how, and it's not weird in because it's like, it's scripture, you know, it's God's word, but how in some ways when i was praying through the 10 commandments in a positive construction it actually reminded me a lot of the lord's prayer um okay sort of okay. i mean you know it's like uh when you talk about like you know uh you know our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name you know let me honor your name let me you know sort of like that that you know don't take the lord's name in vain um you know sort of addressing god as the only god you know worth worshiping and then when you look into the the stuff where it's like you know provide us you know give us our day our daily bread and and help us to forgive our debts like so much of like the last table of the law is really ordered around the fact that like and and i was talking to jared a little bit about this but it's like like thou shalt not murder uh do not commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't commit. Uh, don't bear false witness, uh, and and don't covet. And those are all about a like the the basically the disordering of our desires, or twisted. Uh, okay. And yeah. and it's it's kind of just one of those things where really the Lord's Prayer in a lot of ways says like, help us to be content with the things that you have given us, which is a direct counter to all of those other things. Nice. Um, but the, and that's just, so that's just sort of like where my headspace has been as far as like, but so if all that to be said, like I spent the last couple of weeks and now I can recite the, the 10 commands and, uh, and it's like, and it's just been, it's been helpful. And I would just, I would yeah. just encourage anybody who has not taken the time to do that, to uh, do it. Cause it's, it's good. It's real good.
0: <laughs> yeah man, that's awesome. Dude, that's super cool.
1: Yeah, it's just well and and I think too like in addition, you know, it's just like I think at, at times we all struggle with what to pray for and I just remember hearing uh, Luther at one point in time said like, you know, um uh, to his barber. Uh, you know, his barber asked him like, you know, how to pray and he said pray the 10 commandments and then pray I, it was I think the nicene or the apostles creed. He was like pray through those he's like and you'll find other things to pray about if you do that and it's mm. what i've found is that even in praying through the 10 commandments like you know you have your the acts formula mm-hmm. where it's a adoration confession thanksgiving and supplication and praying through the 10 commandments actually leads you through that where it's like nice. when like you look at the first command you you are my god you have mm-hmm. delivered me from slavery. You are a holy God and, and, you know, you are the only God and, you, you know, and it's, but each one of those things sort of like, and very obviously like confession and then, you know, you can sort of just pray through the rest of the, the tables of the law uh, or the rest of the the law. But anyways, yeah. So yeah. it's very interesting sort of little bit and I would encourage anybody who doesn't, Know that, or hasn't taken the time to to do that to to do it because it's good. Yeah. So that's awesome, man. And now a word from our friends. Hey, we have friends,
2: and they want to talk at you. <laughs> Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, I am your father. No, no. That's not true! That's impossible! This is such an incredible moment. A memory that will bring joy to the hearts of millions of people for generations. Wait, Wait, what? The sort of thing they talk about on the Retro Station podcast. The stories, movies, music, moments that brought us together as a people. That we enjoyed with friends. You laugh about this with your friends? My life has been a lie. Exactly. This is wonderful. You're crazy. No, everyone agrees. This is a truly classic moment. Wait wait a minute. Did you kill mom then? I'd, I'd, I'd rather not talk about that. Oh, I, I bet they talk about that on the Retro Station, huh? What a classic moment that was when Mom died. Actually, most people thought that was a bit of a letdown. They made memes making fun of it. They, they made memes of Mom? The Retro Station Podcast. Celebrating all those things that made us nerds.
1: You know, topic of the show, huh? It's a... Uh, Mm-hmm. And this is—I don't think it's like—but I mean, this will air around Thanksgiving, right? So that—that's good. Um, and you know, typically around this time of year, we we encourage you know, as a culture, you know, Thanksgiving, we're supposed to be thinking about things we're thankful for, mm-hmm. and so I thought it would be good to take a an episode to talk about things that we're thankful for. Um. And not just, not just our super red patrons, although we will be getting on that. Um, but, you know, I, I, part of to even sort of when I was laying out my notes, Josh, I was thinking 2020 has been really weird, has been yes. like real weird. Like, I mean, even aside from the COVID stuff, like you had the murder hornets, you've got the rioting, you've got all this yeah. weird election craziness. It's like there is a ton of stuff that's just been going on in the world in at, at large. And uh you know, I think it's really super easy to just become discontent and sort of frustrated. And and like I said to you over the last couple of weeks and sort of meditating on the 10 commandments and the Lord's prayer and sort of thinking through yeah. that stuff. Like, you know, I've, I've found that, you know, I, I sort of default towards discontentment. Like there's always something, okay. and, you know, and even sort of when we were talking about a little bit about like the, the people who are uh, scalping, you know, the, the new consoles huh. and everything like that, there's, there's a little bit of like, it's really easy to be like, that's not cool. That's not fair. Why can't I have that? And it's like I was like, hey, but you know what? There there's been some there's been some really cool stuff that's happened in the last couple of years in the last year as well. And it did like, you know, in in spite of like all of the 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 craziness, there there's been some really great games that have come out. Like, and you know, I just I thought like it might be nice to talk about like things that have happened in in our lives and in the gaming communities and, and stuff that we're a part of. And, and, and again, we're going to, you know, just a, we're we're going to sort of talk about like our super rad patrons as well. Um, just cause that, you know, I mean, we'd still be doing this without them, but uh, uh, to be perfectly honest, uh, they they are just a huge encouragement, I think. You yes. Know? And, yes, uh,
0: for sure. It's so much more fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I I think one thing that twenty twenty has brought us that and now it doesn't affect you or I directly because we haven't sort of gotten our hands on these things and but (laughs) there's two there's two well technically I guess four shiny new consoles out in the (laughs) wild. Um and like people are actually getting their hands on the PS five and the X the, the new Xboxes and it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of cool we We don't see this that often. A lot of people have pointed to the fact that like the the console cycles have been roughly about every seven years you get a new console and it's mm-hmm. uh it's it's kind of neat i don't I don't know and it's, i yeah. I think especially with with sort of some of the promises that uh Sony and Microsoft are both making with these machines. You know, it's we we have a lot to look forward to as far as just hardware and and innovation and just pushing forward uh, the the medium. So I I thought that that was like something, and again, like I don't have one yet, and but I, I I'm I'm planning on getting a PS Five at some point <laughs> in time. But yeah, I was just like, you know what, that's pretty rad. It's it's something to be like that. You know, in spite of everything, like you know. There's a little bit of like, you know, a little bit of something neat to sort of like look at for a minute.
0: Yeah, yeah, and even like a sense of normalcy there. You know, there, there have been a lot of delays and a lot of like weirdness, supply chain stuff because of because of the pandemic. Um, but it doesn't seem to really affect these new consoles. You know, for you can make arguments as to whether or not it's the best business move. They're constantly sold out at least this at this point so it seems to have played out very well for them um but they did go ahead and and move forward with releasing these consoles they're selling really well uh, even with a limited uh, with only a handful of games and and an even smaller amount of games that are like truly exclusive to the consoles themselves they're still selling well um which is cool i i i hope that didn't sound like a backhanded compliment i don't no, mean it that way no. i i just mean like yeah, it seems to be doing well. I I did see something earlier today someone had posted some article. I don't even remember. So it was just a headline kind of thing. It could be all wrong, but it was it was a like Sony executive saying that, you know, it's probably going to be 3 years or so before they completely phase out the PlayStation 4. And that to me sounded like marketing speak because the PS five is selling so well. Like I think that's going to be a bigger push because you have more people, uh, with the console. I think there's going to be a bigger push for actually like taking advantage of the tech more, um, and, and having those exclusives for the consoles. Cause I just know how many times I've heard that from Nintendo that, Oh yeah, no, 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 we're, we're supporting, this is our third pillar. You know, we're supporting all these consoles and then the previous consoles dropped like six months.
1: Now, from what I understand, the PS5, and this is just like looking at PS5 in particular. Yeah. I don't, I haven't paid nearly as much attention to some of the Xbox stuff. But uh-huh. the PS5's launch has been like wildly successful. But they still have like over 100 million PS4s in the wild.
2: Okay. And I don't yeah. think
1: they're going to be like, they might try to push like, But I think there's you. I think we're gonna at least see like two years of solid support from Sony, as far as the PS4 is concerned. Like, okay, like I think that that three year window is sort of like that's probably pretty legit. Um,
0: Okay, even with the price difference too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, the, the 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 PS4 is like I don't I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but. Uh the PS2 is the most successful Sony console ever. Right. And it's one of the most successful consoles ever. Yeah, I um, think it is the most. Yeah. Yeah. Um but and so the, the PS4 hasn't touched those numbers, like hasn't hit those numbers. Yeah. But it is is still like I I think they've got like 150 million units out in the wild. And, and- there's no and that's like and I mean that's I think two thousand uh 13 2014 so we're looking at about a seven year cycle like seven years there and they Mm -hmm. you know a new console came out that's a lot of units but that's also seven years of work and you you can't just abandon that base without serious repercussions and so i think i think honestly like you know they'll give it they'll give you and it's not like they're going to be like pushing a ton of new IP or anything out on the PS4. It's it, like, it is very much going to be like the, the, the latest and greatest, the new shiny is going to be on the PS5, but I still think there's going to be a, a fairly substantial amount of support for the PS4.
0: Yeah. Yeah. that so, Yeah. That, ma- that makes sense. That makes sense. But it, I'm just thinking it's not going to be like, there are no exclusives on PS5 if that makes sense. Oh,
1: no, I think there's a lot of stuff that like especially going forward like uh well, looking at even like uh, Cyberpunk's some of its troubles, it's like it got delayed again. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> which man. Oh, boy. Uh Eating some crow there. Oh, for sure, oh, for sure, but uh a lot of that from what I understand is is due to they're having problems making the current gen well, la- basically, last gen like the PS4 and the Xbox Series or mm-hmm. the Xbox One, the that that console generation, they're having those versions of the game. They're having problems getting that to run. So gotcha. from from what from what I've heard or what I under like what I've read, it, that seems to sort of be the case. But you know, I just I did want to take like a second, like just and talk about some of the stuff. Like you know, this has been a year like stacked like. Uh, just on mm-hmm. Sony's side, like we've got The Last of Us Part II, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, there's, there's a new Spider-Man, Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales is out. Um, yeah. The The Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, oh, yeah. Animal Crossing for the Switch. Uh, that Hyrule Warriors game, I think mm-hmm. did, It as, a, as of recording, is it out? Or is it's it,
0: not out yet, but it will be by the time this airs.
1: Yeah, so it comes out yeah. shortly. Uh, Half Life Alex for the Steam's okay. new VR unit. Like that's this yeah. is just some of the like the the uh, the top of. Th- but there's just been a ton of stuff yeah. that's come out over the course of last year. Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. Yeah, I yeah yeah. <laughs> um, but there's just like, Tony Hawk, you, the Tony Hawk remake. Bug Snacks. Uh, I don't <laughs> care about bug snacks, but that Pathless game actually came out, and that's for PS4 and PS5, and it looks really okay. interesting. Um, interesting. So let's see. <laughs> but there's just been a ton of really cool stuff. Now, sadly, uh, we there's no word of Silk Song, but uh, you know, yeah, can't yeah can't get it all, can't have it you all, can't rush genius,
0: right? What is yeah. that? Is that how it goes? Something,
1: something like, like that. Something like that. Uh, I'm just yeah. looking here, but yeah, there's there's just been a pile of stuff that's come out in the in the last year. I know that I've picked up a ton of stuff just on deals and and right. uh, I think I'm. Did that Death Stranding come out this year or was that last year?
0: Was it, uh, I feel like it, I would have seen it.
1: That was last year, was I think.
0: A, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was last year. Yeah, because it was at the Game Awards. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yep yeah
0: um also like even even the yeah i mean it it, it hasn't been you know th- there there haven't been as many like heavy hitters as maybe in some previous years mm-hmm. um but even looking towards the end of the you know like in the next like month or two um there are a number of games i talked about it in the discord there are three games in particular that really stand out to me that i'm like oh. I've i've watched reviews on and i'm just like man I want it. <laughs> and there's the that VanillaWare game, the mm. 13 Sentinels.
1: Aegis, yeah. Uh, that, looks, Aegis that looks
0: really interesting. Um uh Sek- Sekuna, Sekuna, I think. Of Rice and of Ruin. Rice and Ruin. Yeah. Sekuna that's really yep. cool too cuz cuz it's kind of like Harvest Moon meets the other VanillaWare game, um uh, uh Oh okay yeah 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 sort of that sort of that kind of style and then um the yakuza like a dragon I'm I'm really interested in that too cuz yeah. the the craziness of yakuza which I've never played one of the games but just from this stuff that I've seen mixed with uh turn-based combat um and you know like a dra- like the the main character is obsessed with a dragon quest like that in and of itself that,
1: is that, hilarious. That uh that might be a good for uh, a good one for that December Oh, yeah, dra- yeah. drag drag us whatever you guys are calling it the dragons <laughs> in december sort of thing. Um uh-huh. that that we're sort of batting around right now. I did want to point out Hades came out. Uh, oh yeah, I duh. almost forgot yeah, about that uh-huh. derp. Yeah, that was a big old like uh <laughs> my like that's like my favorite thing that I've been played all year and it's a uh, and I was like, I almost forgot about it. but there's like yeah, there's just a a ton of stuff. Like uh and I, I know it's not like a huge but like Genshin Impact was kind of a big deal over this uh that uh Super Mario 3D All Stars came out this year. Mm-hmm. So there I mean there's just been a, a ton of stuff. I'm I'm looking Baldur's Gate three is right. is well the the early access is available right now, but um Resident Evil three came out earlier this year. Yep. Yeah. So there's just I mean it's been a a good year for games. It's just, I think arguably one of the better years for games. And you know, it just it, it just feels like probably since 2015 that that we've just had some outstanding years for uh just
0: Okay, okay, yeah, every year has been great. I'm just as yeah. say you're not saying it's the best since 2015. No. I think 2017 takes the cake there between yeah and as a nintendo fan um well i just think zelda and mario
1: well like that and that was, was awesome. also like the same year that we got horizon zero dawn and a right. fistful of like i think uh, god of war was then so yeah there was just like god of war is like towards the end of that cycle anyways doesn't matter yeah. anyways but yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a pile of stuff um so we've got that that's Very cool stuff. That's like it's not all murder hornets and pandemics and riots and uh, you you know Joe Biden, Donald Trump stuff. It's there's there's actually some kind of cool stuff like that. The world is just is moving on, and it's like yeah, it's it's it is very nice to see that. And like I said, I just picked up. There was a whole bunch of stuff now that like now that we're like it's a few years out from stuff being released it's like i i was scarfing up stuff on deals left and right this year so yeah
0: yeah Um, yeah now that we're not uh playing backlog golf
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i'm 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 basically you know stocking up for the the next one i i just needed to you know sufficiently stockpile enough guilt um to (laughs) to uh uh to to get through that but uh, you, you know, on a more serious note, I think the fact that like, you know, basically over the course of the last seven months, like, you know, you, you had a, a, a child, um, and yes. but we've both yes. been, we've both been blessed with just, you know, like a lot of stability in our lives. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Our work schedules weren't really interrupted, and and we've been able to be like aside from maybe like some head colds or some you know allergies or something like we've had our health, and right. you yeah. y- you know that's that's something that especially you know in light of what's going on right now that's that's something to be you know and I I know this is a, a little more somber than just what we were just talking about but and I I think like you know we like in light of the fact that this last year has been just so like bonkers. Like right. We've been healthy and we've been able to hop on the mics pretty much like every week or every two weeks or you know, you, you know how like yeah. our recording schedule goes. So it's like that's that's been super cool. And it's like dude, like here's the thing. This is episode 64. Um now that's not including any of our bite-sized or any of the right. sort of like the <laughs> other weird stuff that we've we've done. Um but like 64 episodes we're going on, I think our third year at this point in time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and this is also the year that we sort of uh, joined up with uh, Wes and Paul to, to sort of the, to, to push forward the play well network initiative.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so it's like, there's been a lot of like cool moves just as far as the podcast goes and individually over the last couple of years. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I think for me, just as far as like personal ministry stuff goes, uh, th- just the ordination of my diaconate and just being able yeah. to grow in that and sort of like, dude, like it was really like trial by fire for a while there. <laughs> um, but, you know, God has been kind. And, mm-hmm. he, you know, I w I was reading through the note that Jared left in, and in, in the Bible that they gave me on my ordination. And, just this reminder that, like you know, I have not been able. Like when I have tried to sort of like white knuckle this thing and just sort of like push through, like that has that is when it has been the most exhausting, and it is when that I have sort of done this, relying on the Lord and trusting in His power, and and understanding that you know His power is made perfect in my weakness, right? That right. that's that's when I'm a sort of most effective. Um, and, 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 and able to actually like, it's not to say that it isn't difficult to like sort of get through those things still, but, and I think for you, you know, just, uh, you had the opportunity to preach and it, you Mm -hmm. know, you and I have talked a little bit about it and just like sort of the calls and the promptings that the Lord's laying on you over the course of the last, like, you know, seven, eight months, year, however long it's been.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, it's it's kind of, and I, I I try not to to talk about this too. I mean, for a couple of reasons, but 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 one in particular, kind of like as I look back on on twenty twenty. Not that that's not necessarily what we're doing here today, but like, yes, twenty twenty has been a crazy year um, there's been all kind, of, Yeah. It, I mean, geez, I, I was talking on Sunday with one of my friends at church and he was like, dude, can you imagine? We were, we were tearing down the stage at church uh, cause we're still outside. And, um, he was like, can you imagine, uh, like a year ago, if you told me we'd be tearing down a stage outside on a Sunday, like I would have thought you were crazy. And I was like, no kidding, man. Like, if you would have told me there was a worldwide pandemic going on, like what? What are you even talking about? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean the year, and and I don't mean to to. Th- this is what I was saying is that uh, I don't usually talk about it much because I don't want to like downplay how difficult it has been for a lot of people. Um. That said, like we certainly have hope. Um, uh, we, we certainly like there, there are reasons not to, to dwell on that, but regardless, I don't want to make it seem like I'm bragging because like, this has been a, the, like, not that it has not been hard, but this has been a great year for me personally, for me and my family. Like you mentioned, we had another child. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's pretty amazing. Um. Can't remember. I'm sure I mentioned it on the podcast when it had happened, but it was after miscarriage as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was rough. And then you know to have a blessing of a child and to have it relatively um, without any issues. You know there was a little bit of scare with her and in, in the way that her heart <laughs> was created, but it worked like it worked itself out basically and we'll continue to monitor it as she gets older but like there are no issues so that's fantastic but then yeah also um just personally with me like a lot of one reflection but also actually recognizing that hey god is calling me in this direction to pursue the pastorate like I never would have thought (laughs) that that would have been the case. Um, But I think God's made it pretty clear through, especially through like spiritual authority in my life, but also talking with friends and other, other people that I respect and, and um, yeah, in an, in a number of different ways of pursuing that. And so like it has been, it has actually been a very good year (laughs) for me, even as crazy and, and difficult at times. Like I don't, yeah, I don't mean to take away from the fact that it it has not always been easy, but certainly um, it has been very good. I, yeah, it, and it's it yeah. I hate like comparing suffering in general. It's it's. I don't think it's very healthy. Um, but it's like I I just have not had it very difficult. You know, like like you mentioned, even as I think about it, no one in my household has has contracted covid no one in my immediate family like my brothers or sisters or parents have and both my parents work in the medical field in different uh, in different ways um so it, i mean we've certainly been blessed and so there's a lot to be thankful for for sure um again not to downplay anyone else's experience but just uh it has been good and god has been faithful and he has um sustained us very well so
1: yeah, I I think that's the 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 sort of real touch, touch touchstone here is that the you know just it is this is a great opportunity I think especially yes. in light of this year to just say the Lord has been kind and you know mm-hmm. to really just be grateful for that. Um yeah. And, I, and like sometimes it's it's just more pronounced
0: when uh, when you see how bad you know like I think one thing kind of a silver lining, right? Something that we can learn. Okay, I'll put it that way. Something we can learn from 2020, from the pandemic in general, is just how uh, vulnerable we actually are mm. as human beings, right? I mean, we so easily forget that like we're not promised tomorrow. And that even sounds cliche, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that like, oh, you know, at the, at the drop of a hat, um, the world can go crazy in a number of different ways. You know, whether you're full on like governmental, you know, huge overreach, they're trying to take over kind of a thing. I mean, that happened just like that. Or whether it's just like, oh, no, we're all vulnerable to, you know, this this virus that that literally came out of nowhere. You know, it's like within the course of hearing of COVID-19 and lockdown was like what a month? You mm. know? <laughs> it's it's you know, it, well, it's not something that anyone uh, ever could have predicted. So I'm um, you know, outside of outside of God, clearly, I just mean yeah. us as humans.
1: I was just gonna say too, I think one of the things though is even looking at where he's brought us thus far. Cause if you look back to yes. like March, where it's just like there's so much uncertainty and there's just like You know, and then we're in November and, you know, there's news that a, an effective vaccine is coming, Uh, Mm -hmm. you you know, and then there's, there's reports where doctors are saying that like the fatality rate on this thing is less than point. You know, there are some reports confirming this has a less than 1% fatality rate in most people. Yeah. I think even in that, it's like, there's a kindness from the Lord in that and just, you know, because I I really think like the last six, seven months have just been marked by uncertainty. And it does sort of feel like, you know, not to get into sort of like wishful sort of magical thinking where it's like, oh, you know, we're going to get this. And it's just going to all, we're going to go back to normal. Cause I think the reality is like, this was a wake up call. And we we need to be grateful for the fact that we got the chance to just, get through the wake up call yeah, and, and we need to learn the, the, the lessons, um, you know, that, that are there for us, but it, it really is just like, you know, just uh, even like, you know, the Lord, the Lord got us through, through this even. And it's just like, yeah. I mean, I, I can say that, you know, one of the things I'm, I'm personally grateful for is that for the most part, like, my church got through this thing relatively unscathed. Like, you know, nobody, we've had a couple of cases and contacts and stuff like that. And, and, and for the most part, like, even as far as like some of the division over like masking policies and stuff like that for the, Mm -hmm. for the, the most part, like it has been very encouraging for me just even on the diaconal side to just sort of see like the way that like people have been, you know, Um, unified and and charitable and gracious and generous with each other. It's not to say that there weren't some like bumps and hiccups, but you you know, and, 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 but yeah, it's like, man, like dude. And, and and honestly, like when you look at like, you know, (laughs) like I think honestly, like in those two, after those initial sort of like two, three weeks, of the initial sort of lockdown quarantine and it just kept pushing out and pushing out and pushing out and pushing out. I think um you know now and it doesn't mean like you know because I've talked to some doctor friends of mine and we're starting to see surges again and there's some right. interesting sort of information especially coming up on on Thanksgiving like you know I'm not going to tell anybody how to live their lives just be careful, be mindful like you know take take some precautions or whatever, but, and it's something that even that I had taken for granted. Like when I came home from overseas, man, like I was like big on like, and it was sort of like, it was a very different headspace, but it was like, people would come up to me and and they'd be like, well, you know, and they'd ask me questions. And I'd be like, listen, the the reality is like, I know exactly how frail this thing is. Like how quickly it could just be like, like, you know, snap a finger you know, just like the, the, the puff of life is gone. And I said like, and I think, you know, it's been like 15 going on. Yeah. You know, 15, 16, 17 years, something like that since I've, I've walked through that. And so there's some distance there and it, but it's like, yeah, this is, was a good reminder that like, you know, we, you know, be grateful for the the time that we have because we are definitely not promised it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and so if I could just kind of steer us or at least go a little bit into that, because I think there there's something really good here. As I've been thinking through, you know, we said we were gonna do this episode on thankfulness. One of the best things I think about thankfulness is um and especially I guess I guess I say this as an American <laughs> mm-hmm. because I see the opposite. Thankfulness really helps to combat a sense of entitlement, mm-hmm. right? I I feel like that's that's the opposite, right? That's that's the um, the ugly side. Well, no, I mean they don't go they don't go together. You can't be entitled and thankful at the same time in the same way, right? Like when you recognize how much you have been given, like you it it
2: it kills it, it kills
0: disarms.
1: that 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 entitlement. It yeah, sort of weakens yeah, that it, sense, yeah. Right,
0: because because I think it does. You know, we're, take, we're talking about just just life itself or health. Um, there are two ways to respond. The entitled response when you get sick is like, oh, this shouldn't be happening to me, right? And, and that's where my headspace goes, you know, when I first get sick, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, this sucks. I hate this. Like, why am I not, you know, why did this happen kind of a thing? um so i'm not saying i'm any better um but the but the heart of thankfulness would would actually say like oh you know like i have been healthy i don't you know this uh because i am so vulnerable right like yeah. and, and you know as christians we also understand what we actually deserve because of our sin um we deserve the wrath of god which is not just a little bit of sickness it is eternal punishment. Mm-hmm. So so recognizing that, you know, we, we do our health is a blessing and our life, uh, even you know, that that can be a whole conversation, but it is a blessing as well. Um, we've been put on this earth to to do something, and we get to, every day we get to um spend time with the Lord to learn more about him, to be with him and to be his sons and his daughters and that's a blessing so i guess yeah i guess just all that to say as as that pertains to the weirdness of 2020 i think also it pertains to the way we play video games um Mm -hmm. just in having a heart of thankfulness as opposed to a a sense of entitlement whether that you know so easily that when entitlement is brought up in video game conversations, you're thinking like consumer, you know, you're entitled to what someone else has produced. Okay. Uh, and that's certainly, that's certainly a good conversation, but also in the ways that like it, recognizing, um, you know, the, the, my own sense of entitlement that I should be able to, I've I've spent a long day at work. I should be able to get home and play video games. Yeah. you know and that there's there's that sense of entitlement that like well no there maybe there's stuff that needs to be done around the house maybe i need to spend more time uh with my kids with my wife maybe i need to or, or maybe i just need to take the the newborn for a little while so my wife can go yeah. and and yeah. just have some time to herself cuz she doesn't have that <laughs> at all right now um you know think things like that and and being thankful for the things that we have and recognizing that they are not our own, like no matter how much we've spent for them and spent on them, like it is, everything is a gift and recognizing that helps to go a long way in combating um, this sense of entitlement that I don't know for you, but for me so naturally just kind of wells up. You know, like we are given so much, we are blessed so highly that we tend to expect that blessing,
2: right? yeah. It's it's yeah. like the
0: kid with the silver spoon in his mouth. You know, he doesn't know what um, hardship is. He doesn't know what what living in any like lower class society is like. And so that is the worst thing to him. You know, that's what suffering is. Um, and we become that. I become that. Yeah, when when sure. I'm living the good life. I expect that I'll always be living the good life. And so when it's anything less than that, oh, I'm being persecuted. Um, and thankfulness recognizes that that's not the case, that this is actually a gift.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. And I, I think to, to sort of like just follow up on that idea is that it is so like, that that is definitely something that I've struggled with in the last like several months, because I mean, for me, a lot of what started to happen was like, I would just like, like I have talked several times about just like the, the draining effect, like work takes. Like, it's just mm-hmm. yeah. like, I, I have a very physically demanding job that doesn't like, I, I I was sort of getting into a headspace where I'd come home and I just sort of like plop around. Like just I just, you know, I just sit around okay. on my couch and like, I get mad when I couldn't like watch what I wanted to watch or play what I wanted to play or do whatever. And I mean, even the sort of talking about this nearly no screens, November stuff, it's like a lot of that is just sort of like a necessary, like pushback against some of that, that comfortability, that, 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 that comfort seeking or, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, and, and a lot of the, the, the reality is like, you know, um, <laughs> You know, it, it's sort of it's it's funny because it's it's been going on since I moved in the house, but there's always something to be done in this house. You know, it's like the, the, but like you know, even there, it's like you know, it's it's so easy to like sort of grumble and complain, but it's like you know, the reality is I have a home, and you you know what, right? I, I have yeah. a home that I have a home that yeah, does it need some repairs and some fixing up and some yeah, but it's mine and. I have have the time and and some of the skills necessary to do some of that stuff. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. But uh yeah, and
0: yeah, and we have resources like I know this sounds stupid, but like we have resources like YouTube mm-hmm. that can teach you how to do stuff like that. To me, I don't know about you, but to me that's a huge blessing. Like I've learned so much of like stupid stuff whether it's around the house or whether it's working on the car or something like that from YouTube. Like that's yeah. It, I don't know. It's crazy awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's very interesting in sort of how quickly gratitude sort of pulls us out of the almost like it it almost, it it pulls us out of the, the entertainment stuff in a lot of ways, because it's like, Mm -hmm. when you start thinking about like the things that really matter, it's not to say that video games don't have their place or anything, but when you, it's like, like gratitude and that, that deep seated contentment and, and thankfulness like really draws you into deeper, more like more profound sort of areas of thought. But yeah,
0: yeah, for sure, for sure. I I think too, like so, kind of the flip side of I I've recognized that when because I've I've also recognized over the past few years that I've gotten a bit um, of a, a, a what's it called? I can't think of the metaphor. Um, but I, I get angry a lot easier and part of that shorter fuse. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what it was. I have a shorter fuse. Um, and, uh, it, I, it has to do with the way that I relate to my kids and the, in the like expectation that I have with my kids in, in particular, I think part of this is also why I'm pulling back from social media to see if some of that is causing some, you know, kind of low level anxiety in there as well. But um, that said, one thing that I've found that's really helpful is to stop whenever I feel myself getting really uh, upset, uptight, anxious, whatever, um, is to ask myself like why I'm feeling that way. And when I identify like what has happened, often it goes to an expectation, an unful- unfulfilled expectation that I have. So, in the case of something like if my kids do something that really gets under my skin, and I know I don't mean to sca- I don't mean to to like put them as the as the one thing. But what I've I've recognized is that when I tell them to do something or ask them to do something, and they blatantly ignore me, like that immediately gets under my skin because in my head I'm their father and they need to listen to me. Mm. Like when I talk, at least acknowledge that I've said something. Like it's just so disrespectful for me, to me. Um, But when I recognize that like, okay, no, that's my expectation. And the way that I respond to that is a big part of uh, of why I'm acting the way that I am like basically recognizing that a lot of things that I get upset about are not as big of a deal as I make them out to be or if they really are a big deal then I need to respond to them better to help mm-hmm. especially in the relationship with my kids to help them understand why it's a bigger deal as opposed to just like yelling <laughs> you know or or making myself mad and uh so anyways that to say, um, I have found, as I've tried to kind of like dig into these these areas of myself that I don't like um that aren't good, I have found that um it's it is a lack of thankfulness as well, because, like when I'm pulled away from a situation you know like when I'm not with my family, I'm just like, oh man, you know, I really want to be with them right now, you know, like I am really thankful, man, I love them so much. And and so then there's like this duality of like, oh, but sometimes when I'm around them, I'm a real jerk. <laughs> like, why is that the case? um So so being thankful and recognizing, I guess it kind of goes into the whole like stewardship thing as well, especially when it comes to family stuff. But um, yeah. I don't know. That's all kind of like a big mess in there. Sorry for just spleeting all over everything. Oh, uh, uh, that's an inside joke. Gross. But, uh, <laughs> gross. Um, but being faithful, I think, really, really helps to recognize, like, oh, yeah, you know what? I don't deserve any of this. <laughs> and when I'm being a jerk, when I'm not, like, stewarding what I've been given well, um, it um, it's, it's because I'm not recognizing what I've been – that it's actually given to me. Like, it's not something that I'm entitled to.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, and it, it just goes back to the idea where entitlement – is really killed by gratitude. And when you recognize the depths of what you've been given and just the kindness, like whether it's your relationships with your family or a job or whatever, um, I think, you know, to just something to, to not waste it, not waste the things that we have been blessed with, you know, and it's, yes, it's so easy, I think, you know, and I think too, like gratitude and generosity go hand in hand in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, there's there's a lot there that I've, I haven't put all my thoughts together on all of that. But yeah, I think, uh, y- you know, we would be a little remiss if we didn't, and, and, and we, we talked about this before, but really just one of the things that I, I'm grateful for the opportunity to like hop on the mics with you every couple of weeks and sort of yeah. do this and, and just to, to have developed a, a real camaraderie and friendship here. You know, like we went from being like Facebook friends to like, and I just feel like, and, I, and I've said this before, probably yeah, I'm talking really great. Like I'm, I'm getting a little tired at this point, but I, I will, I will persevere. I will maintain. <laughs> um, uh, But like, you know, there's there's been a, a, a real friendship that has sort of blossomed out of this and just uh I think what's what's really been cool too is that um you know we are on Patreon and we have guys who have been supporting us for uh a, a while and then you know we've even yeah. we we just picked up two patrons and like you know each one of those guys um it's just been great like you know the yeah. the encouragement and the support and the camaraderie that we have i think with them and just like the fact that it's that that to me is just one of the coolest things about this like yeah it it is so immensely gratifying in in to to know that there are people who who believe in what we're doing and who who care enough to sort of like you know not only just listen and tune in but and this is i'm not, I'm not trying to guilt anybody into this you know that i don't want anybody yeah. to take this that way like you know but like really it's just been it, it's super super cool um and i just like i said we, we would be absolutely remiss without talking about these guys for a minute um yeah you know micah has has shown up on a couple episodes even here recently and he's just he's mm-hmm. he's just a, a super stand-up guy um yeah you, you know uh wes and and paul both you know i'm gonna sort of talk like they're our fellow poners or ponies or you <laughs> <know>. oh, <no. laughs> and uh, oh, no. we'll actually have something sort of interesting for you know the listeners you know here in the nearest future at some point in time you know uh mm-hmm. but we but it it's just been an absolute you know pleasure to get to know and sort of in a lot of ways work alongside both of those guys um and just like they 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 each have very different voices and I just uh I you know even going back to that uh, th- that legend uh Saiken, Oh yeah. The <laughs> uh, Densetsu or Densetsu knows. I, I don't remember whatever you mm-hmm. call that episode. But like the and just like the chaos and just the the friendship that we've uh, been able to to sort of develop with them. Uh Jeremy aka the trash turkey, you know, yeah. uh, the international man of mystery. <laughs> um, just, or, 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 or I guess rather bird of mystery. Um, there you go. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 uh, the phantom, the phantom fowl himself. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, and just, uh, it started out like on Twitter, he was part of a podcast, mm-hmm. the backlog busters. And we started yeah. like tweeting back and forth a little bit. And, you know, next thing you know, he's, I I mean, man, that's super cool. And just getting to know him and talk yeah. to him a little bit, you know, from time to time and 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 the DMs and the stuff. And then uh it, it just a stand-up dude. Um really just it's been an absolute pleasure to get to know him as well. Uh and then you know, Dorian jumped on mm-hmm. here a couple of weeks ago, uh, and it's just you know He's, he's hopped into the discord and he's sort of joined in some of the bro chats. And then just today, you know, as we were recording, uh, Eric Bryant, you know, hopped in and it's like, man, it's, it's hard for me to talk about this without like, I don't want to waste my words. And I know that we can be long-winded because we are really good at being (laughs) bad at brevity, but these guys are awesome. And it's just been yeah. so cool and it's such an encouragement. And I'm just so very glad and, and honored by, by that. And uh, I just, yeah. I want them to know that like, I appreciate them and uh, you know, you guys, you know, really in, in a lot of ways are the stars of the show. Cause you, you guys make it possible for us to, to do like, you make it easier for us to do this thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna reiterate what you said, but but yeah, I, like I love, I love, like this is just so much fun for me. Like even my wife is is kind of just like, okay, yeah, go have your mandate, kind of. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just, it. I just, I just dig it. Um, so I'm, so it's a lot of fun just getting together with you every couple of weeks and talking about this stuff. It's a nice outlet, but also like we've built a, a good friendship. Um, so it's it's a lot of fun. So we would do it, right? I mean, yeah. but the fact that we're not just talking into the void, but that we actually have people like that tangibly support us is, is kind of like eye-opening. Because sometimes, yeah, sometimes it can be like a bit of a downer when I think, you know, we did we did something really cool and, you know, there aren't that many listens or something like that. Um, not that I wouldn't do it without that, because like I said, it is fun, but to know that like, Hey, there are some people that actually genuinely get something from this podcast is just like, ah, that's so cool. And then on top of that, just being able to interact with everyone and talk about, you know, exciting things and stupid stuff that we've done and just uh yeah the kind of community especially with the brochachos, the larger community as well is a lot of fun um to be with but then there's like just a certain sense of i don't know the, the brochacho chat especially in discord the brochacho chat is like pretty lively yeah um, and it's and it's random stuff and it's cool that that we can just talk with each other and we're just I don't know. It's 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 cool. These friends have popped up.
1: And it's it's equal parts like goofball and like, you know, there have been there have been other times where like, you know, we we are praying for each other and stepping yeah, into some of like true. the harder yeah. things with each other. I mean and, and it's sort of a very limited thing. But I, I would also say like, you know, one of the things I'm really looking forward to is like and just to reiterate, but each one of these guys, like we have now and they are not obligated to do this, but we have laid out the option for them, each one of them will have the opportunity going forward to pick a game for us to play. And then they will have the opportunity to hop on the mics with us to talk about said game, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as an episode goes. So I'm, I'm hoping that they, they uh, all capitalize on that and, and, you know, and it's, it's not to say that, you know, we're not going to invite any of them on and, you know, like, and that's one of the the other things that's really cool is like, these are guys who are sort of above and beyond just like, they are invested in more than just even financially because, you know, they, they like Wes and Micah and Paul all have like hopped on the mics and I, and you know, I've, I've pestered you know, the Turkey about it. And, you know, I'm like, I'm like, you know, and I'm like, come on, dude, like, let's just do it. And, and you know, um, but,
0: but he's an international foul. Of mystery it, yeah. It's like, it has been a little harder to it, capture that. One. It's,
1: it's, 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 you know, especially right now, this time of year, like his, mm-hmm. his people, this is, this is a very trying time of year for the, yeah, for the Turkey, true. Turkey populace, uh, <laughs> the, the trashy ones are not. Um, <laughs> but it's, it is just very cool. And, you know, so that's just, I don't know, man. Like, you know, I don't, I don't want them to get, I don't want them to get like too big a heads, but it, it is like, they they are just, you guys simply are the best. and uh, I'm, I'm super grateful for your, your, your time and your, your financial support. And it's just, you guys are rad. I just wanted you to know that. So. Yes, it's true, it's true.
0: Super thankful for you guys. Yeah, yeah turkeys.
1: Oh my. and I, and, and just yeah, I think just as a closing thought with this topic, you know, the Lord has been incredibly kind to us in in spite of this year and in spite of just all the like, and I we, we say this with a fair amount of privilege, you know, in, in the sense uh, yeah. that like mm-hmm. we are incredibly blessed. Um, to, to, to be able to do this, we, we are, you know, we, we have to sort of recognize that like, not everybody has access to these things. And, but, you know, the Lord is, is, has been kind and just, I'm grateful for that. And, uh, he's been kind in giving us the opportunity to do this for the last couple of years. And, you know, hopefully that will continue. And he's been kind in sort of yeah. bringing guys up alongside us and so, to sort of, you know, just be a part of this with us. And man, that's super cool. So,
0: yeah, I agree. And as it pertains to, uh, you know, the video games and, and backloggery and all that stuff, um, even if you look at your, your backlogged games and it just fills you with anxiety. I would encourage you to be thankful for the fact that you have those backlog games. Mm -hmm. And maybe out of that, that'll help guide you in your future purchasing decisions or the way that you decide to use your time. Um, It's funny because I've been going through my Excel sheet of games. Talked about it in the Discord a little bit. um, But even just looking forward to 2021 and like what do I want to play and putting stuff together. Or even just kind of like some suggestions of like these are the games that interest me. So, if you want to choose one of these for us next year, that would be cool. <laughs> um, so, so putting together something like that, uh, I have a lot of games in my backlog, and and yeah, sometimes it can make me um, not upset's not the right word, but but just something like oh man, it, I get kind of a, a, a down a little bit that I have so many games that I haven't played, and it's like no. I should be thankful that I have them and in light of that, uh, it should help me to winnow down the the games that I do decide to add to the backlog because I already have pretty sizable backlog the, as it is. The, the,
1: I was I was just so. thinking like when you were talking about like sort of how you feel about it, I was just thinking the words existential dread just like kept <laughs> yes. popping up uh-huh. like just like right. playing. What through am my I head.
0: doing with my life? Also I'm buying Fire Emblem on Black Friday so there's that.
1: Three houses?
0: <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So like 100 hour RPG, mm. you know, that's going in my. Household. Dude, I
1: saw that one and well that it was that one uh, was Astro Chain on sale as well.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that one on sale. Uh, that's that one's on the list along with um but then what, Fire Emblem Astral Chain and then there's one more I can't think GameStop
1: GameStop like uh, looking at the GameStop flyer uh, Aegis 13 Sentinels like Yeah Aegis Rim or whatever that that was I think on sale as well and that that's that's the yeah, one like out of all of that I'm like <sighs> like three houses I'm going to and and mm-hmm. Astral Chain like yeah but like three houses I'm like I'm I'm gunning for that thing or, uh, yeah. I mean, 13 Sentinels. I'm gunning for that. I want it. Yeah. I want it bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want it now. Uh, Give it's, it to uh, me. Yeah. I mentioned it in Discord, but uh, Fire Emblem was was kind of the big one. Um, but then also the Yakuza Remastered Collection is mm. pretty cheap um, compared to everything that you get. You know, three games in there. That's kind of crazy. Uh, but then there's bunches of other smaller titles that I'm interested in as well. But anyways, I know that that totally goes against what I just said about being thankful for what you do have instead of just going out and buying more. But uh, <laughs> you you're just I'm one guy. You're a fat
1: hypocrite. You're just one
0: guy. <laughs> I can only have so many games. You're
1: just a man. But <laughs> so I think uh you, you know, we've sort of we have done the the wandering to and fro. We have talked about all the things, and I think it's it's time for us to sort of start to to put this one to bed, Josh. So yeah,
0: so let us know uh, what you're thankful for and what games you're thankful for. Uh, you can reach out to us a ton of different ways on Twitter. Our handle is at bb downcast. You can email us at the backlog at gmail.com. We've got a Facebook group, group, the hashtag backlog book club. We have a group too. Um, Yes, we have lots of grups. I don't even know what that is. (laughs) Spleed all over the grups. Uh, Uh, Gosh. Oh, you just totally- Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Discord's a lot of fun. Let us know about that. Um, If you want to reach out to us personally, I generally on the internet go by Broccolope, spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E. Nate goes by his full name. Nate underscore McKeever. The underscore is
1: a punctuation. Don't actually write out right. underscore. It's yeah. not going to work. Not going to work. Yeah, that would be that would be very interesting. It'd be I tragic. Mean,
0: don't write it like his parents named him. Write it. <laughs> that's, that's the punctuation mark. <laughs> Oh, Um, and then also, you know, we've talked about it already. We do have a Patreon. If you want to financially support us, we would very much appreciate it. You're able to get some access to uncut episodes, the video of of our recording nights. So all of me waving my arms around like a lunatic and stuff like that. Um,
1: The entire time uh, he talks with his hands, he's like karate chopping the air at any given moment. It's 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 true. It's 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 glorious. Glorious.
0: Yes, yes. I've I've noticed that about myself. I do that when I preach too, as I use my hands a lot. Uh, my wife has said uh, said this last time I preached that I looked like Matt Chandler. Um because I'm just constantly
1: moving my hands. There was but a just how it is? That reminds me of the uh the <laughs> the Air Two O four boys. When uh-huh. uh, years ago, I I when they were still doing stuff, and I I hopped on the mics with them to record an episode. We talked about how like Chandler and Piper. It's like it's it's yes. it's some sort of like esoteric martial arts where I'm pretty like yeah. y- you know like you know the fighting pastor you know st- deadly fighting pastor style or something like that. So, uh-huh. yeah, the joke's yeah. a lot funnier. In Piper's retrospect. funny but uh (laughs)
0: piper yeah with his like anyways uh he's a funny guy um so yeah we do have that patreon if you're interested in that uh patreon.com slash the backlog breakdown and i think that's everything right i think that's all the ways
1: emails the twitters the the, the stuff there's well there's a whole bunch of like contact info stuff in the in the show notes show notes check it out homies yeah so, well, we have done the things that we came here to do. We are grateful for the things that have been given to us and, and for our listeners' support mm-hmm. and just listeners, uh, you know, just as a sort of a, a parting shot of gratitude, we're glad that you hopped on and that you, you put us in your ear holes. You know, that's rad. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate um, that.
0: Unless you have like those sweet headphones that like connect to your jawbone and you can hear that way, then you're hearing then us through your
1: bones, which is kind of rad. Like you get you get sicker props for for that one. <laughs> uh, but uh, so now that we've come and done that, what should they do, Josh? You guys keep
0: beating down your backlogs, gratefully, thankfully, uh, and we'll keep breaking
1: down the benefits. And the final word goes to Ralph Waldo Emerson. I awoke this morning with devout thanksgiving for my friends, the old and the new.